Hello, Brenna. Hello, Maureen. What up? Nothing much. Uh, uh, it's it's post-Turkey Day gobble-gobble for us in the U.S. Um, happy, yeah. uh, this will be late, but, you know, um, happy Native American Heritage Day. Um, I actually found mm-hmm. out, okay, Hobbit, can you not climb up my shirt in the middle of this? I actually found out you can, it's called the Land Acknowledgement, and you can message their Facebook Messenger app or... Uh, mm-hmm. Text them at at one eight five five nine one seven five two six three and find out um, what Native American tribes have lived on the land that you currently live in. So if you don't know and you're a white ally, you should figure out um, what uh, Native tribes live on your land and donate to them. Yeah, it's uh, it's it's different. Um, oh, I suppose you not. Mean- living around all the tribes yeah because um, i used to i used to live on the olympic peninsula and so we had the elwath slalom tribe the jamestown slalom tribe and you know the quilu and just uh, the hoe and you know all these different people who you know the tribes are still there and they're still very active in our community and they do a lot of conservation work and a lot of good for our health out there. A lot of um, they're trying to do a, another health clinic, and yeah, they they do a lot of really important stuff. So that's awesome. Yeah. So figure out about your local tribe. Um, I donated um, to a local Native food bank. Um, you know, since that is an issue this time of the year, especially the holidays, food is a uh, mm-hmm. for a lot of folks. Um, but I hope everyone, even if you're not in the U.S., I uh, hope you are all staying safe and healthy and happy. Because um, it's, you know, for a lot of folks, it's moving into uh, the holiday season uh, for a lot of different uh, cultures. So, And if for folks not celebrating anything, stay warm or stay cool if you're on the other hemisphere. <laughs> and no matter what time of year it is, we are thankful for you all. Yeah, that's that's super true. <laughs> I'm thankful for a Hobbit, even though he's chomping on my foot right now. I'm thankful for Amira. Yeah. <laughs> chomping on her food. Oh. All right. Um. Shall we? Shall we get into it? Heck yeah! Because I'm Everhart and I'm Tangle Tongue, and this is Warrior Cat. What do you say? <laughs> I don't think I really well, whispered. I guess it was night. It was, yeah. It, uh, it's not night there. I can see the sunshine touching your face. The sun has been gone from here for many, many hours. Oh, I meant in Warriors it's night. Oh, right. So, right, because we just became, we, 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 oh, we're, we're paw now. Yeah, so we're, paw. and now we're going to the gathering. We get to go. Going like, to that's, gathering. that's awesome. I feel like, we've been don't... an apprentice for two days. Do they usually? Now we're going bring the apprentices right after they're made apprentices just to kind of like show them off um not necessarily we'll we'll hear blue kits or blue paws thoughts on it (laughs) the many the Um, many different names of blue star that are just gonna keep getting futzed up (laughs) old blue or i guess now she's lil blue lil blue so 
warriors are gathering by the entrance, ready to leave. Bluepaw feels anxious, and she wonders if she'll be able to keep up. Snowpaw says she wishes she was going. Bluepaw wishes that too. <laughs> Windflight is nudging Thistlekit towards the nursery, saying it'll be his turn soon enough. <laughs> and Thistlekit complains that he's almost as big as Bluepaw, and she's going. Thistlekit's like, I am made out of barbs. My personality. <laughs> Windflight reminds him that he's not an apprentice. It's like, I don't care. Moonflower presses besides Bluepaw and tells her to stay close to her. Bluepaw looks to the other apprentices and asks if she should stay near them. Moonflower says next time, once she knows what to do. She's like, for now, I, I, I want my baby right next to me. Alarm shoots through her. Was she supposed to do something? Oh, crap. <laughs> When you, for, when you forget to study for the test. Moonflower says she just means how to behave. You know, at a gathering. Yeah, you know, don't, like, pounce on people immediately. Don't, like, punch a random cat. Uh, don't, like, barf up a hairball in the middle of the thing. Does that, does that ever really happen? I don't... Not a lot of hairball no, I really action. hear about hairballs. I wish we'd hear about hairballs more. Yeah, that's a, that's disappointing. Maybe that's green cough. Maybe green cough is just really, really bad hairballs. Moonflower says the gathering is held under a truce, but never forget that that truce ends. Tomorrow they will be rivals again, so she can't say anything that might weaken their clan. And don't make friends with cats that she might one day face in battle. Uh, play the oh, it's always sunny in philadelphia uh, theme song right there as we look at uh oh cart <laughs> well blue paw nods she can't imagine speaking to a cat from another clan let alone making friends turn to the wah, camera and wah. wink oh my god um <laughs> everyone reading the book who like was reading the book for the first time was just like And also, it's, that's a pretty, I mean, I understand she's a, well, she's not a kid, she's a princess now. Um, the wars I mean, barely have a pretty, I guess, rivals kind of works to explain their, mm-hmm. like, connection with the other uh, clans. Because, like, they're not necessarily trying to beat them, but they're trying to compete with them to be sustained. Yeah. But I don't know if I'd say, like, yeah, okay, maybe it is a good way to explain it as rivalry. Pinestar asks them if they're all ready, then begins to lead them out of camp. Adderfang asks if he'll challenge WindClan on stealing prey. Oh, I forgot about that. Right. Um, I mean, if they... He already explained what he was gonna do. He said he was gonna be like, hey, we're, we have we have patrols all over. Yes. No one... Pinestar says... He'll mention the blood and warn all the clans that the prey in their borders belongs to ThunderClan. Now, what if a mouse starts on WingClan borders? And you're chasing it, and you're just, like, in the hunt, and it's like, ugh. Because, you know, the WingClan cats, they they run after uh, they're there. This? And, and then they're just like, oh, crap. And they caught it, and they're like, oh. And they look around, and they realize, oh, my gosh, I, I totally missed the smell. Because I was so focused on that mouse smell of the all the, the pee barrier. 
and it's just a, just a misunderstanding. I don't know. I mean, that kind of happens, like, all the time. So. Windflight and Swiftbreeze nod in agreement, but Adderfang narrows his eyes. Pinestar says firmly that he will not accuse Windclam. Adderfang doesn't reply as Pinestar marched past him out of camp. Windflower tells Bluepaw to come. She'll be fine. Snowpaw calls after her to remember everything so she can tell her about it. She'll stay awake till she gets back. Wait, why can't Snowpaw come? She just wasn't invited. Well, that's some favoritism. Wow, uh, who's the favorite kid? Well, because, well, remember, well, it wasn't Moonflower's choice. It was Blue Paw the Mentors. Remember, she oh. caught that giant squirrel on her first hunting oh. lesson. Okay, so they are kind of parading her around being like, look at our kid. Look at this kid. Well, she just did a good job, and Stonepaw wanted to reward her for that, so. Yeah. I mean, he could have, like, just taken her out hunting, but this works. This works. Well, Snowpaw asks, dancing around Bluepaw, she went wearily to the den. Wait. The warriors. We don't actually get to hear about the gathering. Huh? Aw! Oh, so well, what? We get to hear about it. We're going to hear the... Oh, for, from from Blue's, from the unreliable narrator herself. Well, the warriors had taken no account of her size, and she had to scramble to keep up with them. Her paws ached. Snowpaw asks who was there. Bluepaw is irritated. She's she like, says you she won't know any of them. Lots of cats. <laughs> oh, God. She didn't want to admit that she had stuck so close to Moonflower that she hardly looked at the other clan cats. Oh, my God. <laughs> can't believe she was such a little nervous Nelly. Stonepaw had introduced her to a river clan cat, and she'd been so tongue-tied thinking about how it, and thinking about it now made her burn with embarrassment. The gathering had been big and noisy, and she couldn't even remember what four trees looked like. And she hardly heard the leader speak with all the cats pressed around her. So basically, it was a terrifying blur. It was, there <laughs> just was like definitely four trees, uh, and also Bluepaw had a panic attack in a crowd, much like many kids. <laughs> well, Snowpaw asks if Pinestar mentioned the stealing and if Windclan reacted. Bluepaw's exhausted. She just wants to sleep. <laughs> but she tells her sister, yes, he said something. But she didn't know how Windclan reacted because she didn't know who the Windclan cats were. <laughs> Satisfied, she snapped. <laughs> they don't really introduce themselves at the beginning of gatherings. They just kind of, like, get into it. The leaders all get up on the rock and are like, Hey, screw you, as they, like, throw middle fingers at each other. But they're like, we're not actually going to fight. And then, like, the, the medicine cats all look up at the sky to see if, like, the gods are going to say anything. <sighs> well, Snowpaw looks worried. And she asks if Bluepaw enjoyed it at all. <laughs> Bluepaw sighed. She says two days ago, she was a kit. She may still be a kit if Pinestar hadn't suddenly decided to make them apprentices. And everything is happening so fast. Oh. Oh. Baby, is that Baby. how... How is that how you feel? Baby, I don't know. Don't you need motherly? Snowpaw is staring at her in dismay. Bluepaw shouldn't be complaining. It was an honor to have been taken to the gathering. She says it'll be much more fun when Snowpaw can come too. Yeah, that's And to true. ask Sparrowpelk if she can come next moon. 
It is always nice when you're, like, in a kind of a freaky new situation to have someone. It's kind of like middle school. Yeah. It's like, oh, this is a whole new crowd. But if you got that one friend from elementary, you'll be fine. She's, like, she's never run that far in her entire life. Yeah. To, you know, and, like, she's never seen this many cats in her she's entire life. She's, like, I'm life, not even a year just, old. She's, like, I could still be in the nursery right now if, like, Fine Star hadn't made a knee-jerk decision. But he did. And you know what, girl? You're the one who caught that big fat, fat squirrel. Blue Paw pushes past her sister and curls up in her nest. Blue Paw wakes to Snowpaw getting up. Sparrow Pelt is taking her hunting, but Stone Pelt said she could sleep as long as she liked. Blue Paw's torn. He's like, uh, that seems pretty traumatizing to her, so. Blue Paw's torn. She wants to hunt, but she's so tired. So she sleeps. It's bright but cold when she wakes. Bluepaw goes to the fresh kill pile, but asks Stonepelt if she should hunt before she eats. Respectful. Love my girl. You know, even when she's, she's like, still exhausted, she's like, listen, think of the clan first. Oh, God. What an honor student. She doesn't, I, I think that's what it is. It's an honor student complex. She's going to get such good grades, and then everyone's expectations will be so high, and so she's always going to be worried. <gasps> this is literally just what's going to happen. She's like, I can't disappoint everyone. I'm going to abandon my kids. <laughs> Stonepelt tells her to eat first, then clear out the nursery. And as she's finishing eating, Feather Whisker comes over to her. Wait, like, He tells her that... Like, clean it up? Yeah, like, change the moss. Oh, okay. I was like, clear it out, like, herd all the kids out and be like, get gone. And they're like, I was gone yesterday. Not everyone's, <laughs> not everyone's as, like, ready to go as you. No, just the bedding. <laughs> They also grasp language really fast. I know we didn't comment on that, but man, they're just like, and I know kittens are usually, a, like, in compared to how humans are developed, like, cats, kittens are more developed when they're born, but like, huh, sorry, I'm sorry. No, no, it is weird. <laughs> well, Feather Whisker tells her that he has some moss in the medicine den clearing that he collected since it looked like it was going to rain. And he tells her to help herself when she needs to refill the nursery nest. Oh my gosh. Blue Paw thanks him, and Feather Whisker says he'll bring it over to her. Did, did she, like, faint at the gathering and forgot that she, like, did that? Because everyone's, like, handling her with, like, some kid gloves here. <laughs> Blue Paw goes to the nursery. She hadn't been there since she moved to the apprentice den. Speckletail is curled up with Lion Kit and Golden Kit offering them some mouths. The mothers tell their kits to go out and give Blue Paw room, and Speckletail asks her about the gathering. Blue Paw doesn't dare say it was only a blur. <laughs> she just says it was great. She would understand. She, I know she's a Karen, but she would understand. Or no, she's not the Karen. She's, no, she's no. really nice. She's super nice. She'll, she would understand. She'd be like, hey, my first, I actually threw up. Because I was not used to running that hard. Speckletail asks about what Pine Star said about the prey stealing. She's like, oh my god. Blue tenses because she can't remember. She's like, I keep flunking all of these pop quizzes. 
luckily Feather Whisker comes in with moss. Okay. And he said that Pine Star told the other clans of the evidence and warned them that any intruders would be warned away with more than just sharp words. Yeah, I was also, I suppose she did just wake up, but I was like, I'm surprised that, like, the gossip, uh, went, I know it's, I know it's a turning. The gossip wheel must be a turning, so she's gotta hurry up and keep an ear out. Uh, Feather Whisker says that Pine Star didn't mention Wind Clan, but he looked straight at Heather Star when he <gasps> said it. Is Heather Star a girl or a boy? Heather Star is a girl. All right, so I need to know: Have people done uh, the Heather's musical when talking about her? No. Is there not that enough storyline to do that? Uh, yeah, uh, yeah. I'm, I'm just, I'm just glad that there is a literal Heather in this story, and um, we'll get another Heather. Yes, a girl Heather. In series three, yeah. Is she is she like a queen bee? No, no, she's a sweetheart. Darn it, potential. I'm sorry. Heather's are usually a series four math subject. Okay, all right. I guess I guess I'll know in a couple years. Well, more than a couple. <laughs> Poppy Dawn says, "Hopefully that will be enough. A battle so close to Leaf Bear would be no good for any cat." No. Speckletail agrees. They need to concentrate on fighting hunger, especially with so many kids in the nursery. Wow, girl. Who's her mate? Do we know? Uh, Speckletail? Um, do you want me to check the family tree? Sure, if you're comfortable. I mean, it's not like a spoiler. Yeah. No, it's not, it's not a spoiler. Let me, uh, let me check the wiki. Look at my baby. I trust the wiki more than the family tree. Family Tree has been uh, reluctant to uh, connect some of those wreaths. But hey, you made them. <laughs> <laughs> some were unintentional. Uh, it says small ear. Yes, it's small ear. Yeah. I, I don't know yeah. enough about small ear to say if he deserves her or not, but we'll pretend he does until we know he <laughs> Snowpaw is calling out Bluepaw's name. Feather Whisker tells her to go to her sister. She'll manage. Or he'll manage. What? That's not bad. Did she, like, did she throw up or, like, faint? Everyone's being so nice to her. And I'm not saying that, like, that's not great and, like, that's what a clan should be. But also, like, they, did they, like, all see her, like, like have a panic attack and hyperventilate, like, through the whole gathering? And they're like, uh, we also have a new apprentice uh, and <laughs> uh, she's not here. Uh, <laughs> we'll introduce you guys next time. Snowpaw had caught a vole, her first catch. Yay! Bluepaw sniffed it, her favorite. Goosefeather wanders over and says they're both good hunters. Hey, Goosefeather. I don't know if we're supposed to talk to you or not. He glances at the vole and freezes. Tail bushed and eyes wide. Starclan, save us, he yowled. What? What? Bluepaw looks at the vole, trying to see what's wrong with it. Spit it out. It's a sign, he wails. Destruction for us all. Okay, alright, okay. We haven't had this sort of medicine cat behavior since Miss Spotted Leaf, like, had, like, a, 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 a vision. So, um, uh, either there's, like, Tell me, like, this vole is missing a leg, or it's got, like, 
maggots instead of eyes. Like, something's got to be going on. Pine Star is at his side in an instant, asking what's wrong. <laughs> Sunfall is at his heels. The whole clan is emerging from dens and turning from their conversations, anxious. This is the most dramatic uh, prophecy in, like, ever. Holy crap. Look at the vole's fur, Goosefeather says, eyes fixed on the prey. See how the fur is parted along here? He points out a line that ran from the vole's shoulder to its belly. I, is is on once is Snowpaw still holding this? I think it's on the ground. Okay, good, because I I feel so scared if I was her. Also, um, this kind of feels like he's making it up, but I I know he's probably not. On one not. side, fur bristled towards the ear. On the other side, it was smooth towards the tail. See how it appears flattened here? Goosefeather looks up at the clan. Pinestar demands to know what it means. Goosefeather says it's like a forest flattened by wind. This is how we will be crushed by Wind Clan. Uh, uh, I don't. Maybe it was flattened because it was in her mouth, but maybe it's actually. Is this a real prophecy? Is this a real prophecy? This feels so weird. Speckletail backs away and folds her tail around Lion Kit and Golden Kit. No. Lion Kit wiggles free and goes up towards the vole. <gasps> How can a dumb bit of fresh gill tell you that? Oh my yeah. god, Lion! Small Ear says, yes. How can you be sure? Adderfang snaps that he's a medicine cat. He shares tongues with Star Clan. Yeah, that is true, but like, this is really weird. Also, it's weird that everyone's doubting him. Has he done this before? Goose Don't make that face! Prey stealing is only the beginning. Like a storm, WindClan will rage through the forest. They will destroy them, tear up their camp, and make ThunderClan territory a wasteland. They will be clawed down like grass in a meadow. Hi, I'd like to raise my hand. Pretend I'm a, a warrior who's standing there. Yeah. Um, uh, quick question. Why would they destroy our land? Um, one, I don't really think they have the, the capabilities to, like, bring down trees. But, 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 uh, but regardless, um, wouldn't it make more sense for them to, like, take over this land so they would have more space and, like, you know, if they're going to kill us all, which I'm not saying they're not. Like, I'm not saying you're wrong about that. Like, if they're going to kill us all, it, I feel like it would make more sense that they would then take over. Because then, like, more prey, more food, more room to, you know mess around mm -hmm. um but please carry on and then me as a warrior slinks back into the narrative foyer <laughs> moonflower comes beside blue paw and says that's impossible oh my god for all the defiance in her voice blue paw feels her trembling she's like i'm so used to this he's made up crap like this since we were kids the cats around her are exchanging doubtful glances Swift Breeze whispers, we're not going to take this seriously, are we? This is so weird. This is so weird that, uh, is he even supposed to be Medicine Cat? Well, Blue Paw wonders why not. Has Goosefeather been wrong before? Bless you, baby. Was that a little sneeze? Yeah, I'll, I'll tell you oh. during the cat fact, but he's been having a time. Oh. Pine Star asks when. Goosefeather can't tell. 
but it's been sent now to give them time to prepare. I... This doesn't really feel like... Usually, when they send these sort of signs, they're usually saying, Hey, this could happen. Like, the red moon means blood will be shed. And it ends up being like, like, Joe... Oh, crap, that's not, that's not a good... Um, uh, Joe Root will die. Um, so, like, but, or, or if something is, like, doomed, it's like, but here's, but, mm-hmm. like, the, the waves will come upon you, but if, find the rock, and then, like, rock pellet is, like, the dude you need to talk to, see, like, has to cure. I, with my bad four-year OC names aside, um, <laughs> Has he lied before? Or is he, like, making stuff up to, like, overcompensate because he doesn't feel like he has enough of a connection? Stormtail yowls that they must prepare. Oh, okay, Stormtail. <laughs> Sparrowpelt says there's no time. He grabs the vole and holds it up. <gasps> they must attack first. What? Sparrowpelt, chill. I'm starting to think there's a mole in the midst of this place. Like... Not a mole as in, like, a, the animal, but a mole as in there's a traitor amongst us. Who's, who's, who's trying to plot the downfall of Pine Star here? Because this feels, like, weird. Adderfang and Stormtail yowl in agreement. Okay. Dappletail claws the ground and says WindClan doesn't know they've been warned. They have the advantage and they must use it. We also have improved that- okay. Yep, let's- Pinestar took the vole from Sparrow Pelt and put it back on the ground. <laughs> and the fact that they don't have hands means it's like, give me that back. <laughs> no, actually, he snagged it with his claw, so he was oh. holding it up with his paw. <laughs> so Pinestar's like, stop it. He's, he's like, like, he's like it. batting it down without his claws out. He's like, stop playing with that, that. Stop playing with your food. He says there are cold moons ahead and kids to be fed. Can they risk fighting an injury when they could be strengthening for Leaf Bear? Yeah, this feels like this feels like a, a battle that does not have to be fought. Sparrow Pelt hisses. Can they risk not fighting? Yes. There may not. There may be no clan to strengthen if they don't act. Bro, how big is? When did Win Clan become like the big boy in town? Like, what happens in the like ensuing decades where Win Clan goes from? Wind clad to aw, wind clan. Robin Wing asks if they should attack on nothing more than a lingering sentence of flattened fur. Thank you, Robin Wing. I appreciate that. Some of her clanmates gasp. <gasps> Brushpelt whispers that she can't challenge the medicine cat like that. Too bad. So sad. You know what? Not every not everyone has a connection to our dead people, but also those dead folks have made like a lot of stupid mistakes. Uh, we just read Firestar's quest. We know. Pinestar looks to the vole, then to Goosefeather, and asks if he's sure. Goosefeather asks him if he's ever seen such marking on a fresh kill before. He's like, they look like baby teeth marks. Adderfang asks if he doubts Goosefeather or StarClan. Dappletail mutters that if they can't trust StarClan, then they are lost. Also, like, you can't. They're dead. Lupaw sees anguish in Pinestar's gaze, and she has a sudden, painful understanding of the decision he must make. 
attack wind clan and risk death and injury to his clan delay and risk being wiped out and all of this hung on the meaning in a dead vole's pelt <laughs> and in pine star's faith in goose feather i'm i'm glad that at least from what i know the minute wait a second wait a second we know that at least one of his predictions was true because of goose star yeah. So what is going on? This is so weird. I'm, I, I, what I was going to say was, like, I'm glad Blue Star, the medicine cats that she had in her uh, lifetime that we've seen, so uh, later lifetime that we know so far, seem to know what's up. Like, uh, Spotted Leaf, uh, you know, as, as complex of a relationship we have with her, she was a good medicine cat, and mm-hmm. her- She was a good medicine cat. And her, her, her prophecies were clear, concise- uh, usually not too hard to interpret, like, at least for us, mm-hmm. the audience, we're like, oh, there's some context clues, we know what's going on, fire, da-da-da, fire's heart, of course, um, <laughs> and then Yellow Fang, Yellow Fang, like, she, she just was, like, great <laughs> at her job, and, and even, um, Miss, uh, was she, she didn't become Medicine Cat, she, yeah, Yellow Fang died before Blue Star did. Yes. Yeah, so. Cinderpelt. Yeah, she did. She was. Yeah, it's about, like, we haven't seen too much of her prophecy. Well, she got the pack, pack, kill, kill she, one. That was pretty on the nose. She did, yeah. That was pretty, like, she was like, she's like, I'm pretty confused what that means, but it's pretty clear. There's no other, like, signs. And I didn't get it from a dead animal's fur. <laughs> Stormtail paces. Why is he hesitating? The decision is easy. He's choosing between survival and destruction. Like, but the decision is based on, here's, here's the thing, guys. Here's the evidence we have. None. We have none. Sunfall stands in front of Pine Star and says, but who knows which action will cause destruction and which survival. Thank you, Sunfall. Thank you, stepdad. Bluepaw sees Pine Star's gaze darting around his clan glittering with unease Adderfang and Stormtail had wanted a fight from the start and now they had the backing of Star Clan how could Pine Star refuse and what would happen if he did how could he lead Thunder Clan without the respect of his warriors I don't know it's like corralling cats before we answer (laughs) all these questions all these deep deep questions about leadership and all that should we have a cat fact? Let's get a cat fact. In the criminal justice system, cat-based laws are weirdly common. Host on this podcast, the detectives who investigate these weird cat laws bring you this segment of cat facts. These are those facts. Dun, dun. So rather than a cat-based law, we're actually going to be looking into cat crime. Um... <gasps> And we're going to be looking to some cats who participated in criminal activities without their knowledge. Um, <laughs> but uh, to be fair, I do want to offer a content warning. Um, I'm going to be putting in, uh, if you look in the episode description, um, if the following stuff uh, will be upsetting to you, I'll add a um, some, some timestamps. So if you want to skip over, um, it's not too graphic, but there will be mentions of drugs um, and uh, in the links provided that I always have uh, for our cat facts, um, 
there's going to be some photos and videos that depict um, what I consider animal abuse. Um, no animals will be are permanently harmed in any of these stories because of course I would never offer that but uh, there are some cats in distress um, in some of these videos so if you do click on the links or look into these stories um, there are some photos of cats in somewhat distressing situations and I don't want anyone who you know is uncomfortable or upset by that to uh, you know be exposed to these stories they would prefer to avoid it so just offering that content warning right here because um, I'm a cat lover Millions of cat lovers, so um, obviously we're cat lovers. Yeah, so no, I will I will say none of these stories result in a cat um, dying, um, but possibly in a kind of a, a risque situation, because um, we're going to talk about cat mules, or rather cat smugglers. Uh, oh, so in two thousand thirteen. Uh, actually, on December 31st, 2012, very late in the evening, so going into January 1st, 2013, in a medium security prison in uh, Ara Piraca, Ara Piraca, it's in Brazil, so I'm doing my best with pronunciations. I did, I did look up how to pronounce it, but I'm, you know, Ara Piraca. The guards, the prison guards, spotted a white cat crossing through the main gate with tape around its body. And this is the um, kind of upsetting video um, because there's video of this cat being picked up. And uh, in my opinion, the um, prisoner guards are probably not thinking of the comfort or the safety of the animal when they use a knife to remove uh, this tape. Uh, they were probably thinking, we don't know what's, what, what is on this cat and we want to get it off as soon as possible. And maybe weren't thinking like, oh my God, this could be harmful to the cat when we remove it. But from watching the video, it kind of looks like it was saran wrap and then tape but it could also just be like packing tape but within Ooh. yeah around like the sort of the torso part of the cat so Yikes. um cat was okay but in that tape under the tape they found <clears throat> small saws drill heads a cell phone a charger a memory card batteries and headphones so you could assume these seem to be Possibly escape tools or communication, definitely communication tools. A, a prison uh, representative said all 263 inmates are suspects as, and I quote, it's tough to find out who's responsible for the action as the cat doesn't speak, unquote, which is valid. <laughs> the cat, the one, the one witness they have cannot communicate with what happened. Um, Too bad it wasn't the cat from last episode. It, yeah, they could. He could have said, "I want my mama." He just said, <laughs> "It was just a mama," and they'd be like, <gasps> "The mother." From what I, I believe, it was a, uh, an all male prison. It's possible they they were assuming that the cat was raised in secret by the inmates and then taken out by visitors to equip it with items. Um, as cats came in and out, it was pretty common. But but the office like the guards uh like when they saw the cat covered in tape they're like that's not right and the cat was brought into a local shelter uh for treatment after um the paraphernalia was removed that's good i couldn't find any other um updates on the story it was it was back oh. in 2013 um and it's possible since this was in brazil that um i the the stories i could find were uh english ones you know like the bbc and other npr had done about mm -hmm. it so it's possible more local uh news reports had more but i i couldn't really find any more like brazil uh based newspapers that could give me more info 
um, but the cat was okay. Um, even from the video, like there was two guards basically holding it as the tape was removed. It was like, it just, it looked pretty uncomfortable, which is why I wanted to provide the warning as, um, mm -hmm. I, it, it was upsetting to look at. And I was like, I don't want anyone who's really upset to look at that. Um, but this is not the only case of this happening. And it hasn't really stopped happening. In 2013, oh. a gray and white cat in Moldova, uh, the cat was caught with cannabis around its pretty fancy collar. It looked like a like a it looked like there was a bunch of bows, but no, that was weed. And then in Russia, in in October 2018, uh, a cat was raised by an inmate, and then after the inmate was released, it was given to an associate, and then was caught trying to go back to the prison with hashish and amphetamines on the collar. It seems pretty common that rather than uh, the taping method, most folks just put stuff around the collar, mm -hmm. um, which is, I would say, a little safer for the animal. Not very safe because it is, it's very possible the animal could ingest whatever items they're putting around it, which would yeah. be very dangerous. Um, but the, the, <laughs> the, the police, they got the cat and took away the contraband and they had two suspects detained but before investigators could test to see if the cat would be like if it could find its way back to the prison like the assumption was that these folks uh didn't feed the cat so when they let it go it was trying to go back to its original home where it was cared for mm -hmm. um but before they could do that the person who was caring for the cat said that it was chased away by dogs and lost so yeah Get you, get you thinking. Um, was it a cover up? We were, we have discussed way back when cats uh, cats being you know taken out specifically in Russia. If anyone remembers the, yeah. the reference to the uh, the the uh, fish sniffing cat from way back yeah. when. Um, and as recent as August 2020, a cat in Sri Lanka escaped prison after being found and i couldn't figure out i don't believe this cat was bringing these items into prison i believe it was possibly just found on the street but around its collar they found uh heroin sim cards and a memory chip in a plastic bag around its collar according to the news coverage authorities are not searching for this outlaw they're like it's it's fine he he did escape prison yes it is a but it is a cat so we're not gonna be looking cool um and i believe in that case uh they were also holding on to the cat to see uh if they could i believe they were trying to possibly let the cat go and follow it and see if it would take them back to wherever um <sighs> according uh to the article i read they believe it was possibly a cartel that was also using an eagle to uh, uh to transfer uh drugs so yeah apparently cats are weirdly popular uh, for transporting illicit uh, items both in and out of prison and possibly just around. Um, I don't know if I've ever met a cat. I feel like if I, I would, I would never do this. Uh, but if I had a cat that I was trying to use to uh, smuggle uh, illicit contraband, um, the cat would probably just walk into a police department. Like, I feel like that's what would happen. Yeah, and, and be like, um, excuse me, I need to report a crime. Right, and, <laughs> and my cat, who's going to be eventually be microchipped once he gets neutered, uh, that's how they would know it was me. 
Oh, and the funny story I had, as I was taking these notes earlier today, there's actually a stain on the second page of my notes because a hobbit threw up on them. Oh, <laughs> congratulations. He was, he was like laying down and all of a sudden he just went bleh, and I was like, oh! Thanks! Oh, and he's, he seems to be fine. It was, it was, it wasn't immediately after I fed him, so I think he just might have cats be puking. As long as I just do that. But yeah, that was today's cat fact. Um, cats are criminals. So how is everyone feeling? Are we, everyone's still, are, is Pinestar making his choice, his decision? Pinestar dips his head. Oh. Will attack Wind Clan at dawn. Oh man! Oh man! Murmurs of approval sweep through the warriors closest to him. At the edge of the clearing, elders and she cats mutter darkly. <laughs> All the ladies are like, "This seems dumb. This seems really dumb." Speckletail stares at the bowl in dismay and presses Golden Kit oh. against her. It's okay. She whispers to her daughter, pressing her muzzle against her head. You'll be safe in the nursery. She lifts her gaze to meet small ears, and a flash of fear passes between them that makes Blue Paw bristle. Oh no! Oh no! And I, I, I really hope that Snow, Snow Paw doesn't blame herself. Moonpaw tenses beside her. Will all the apprentices have to fight? Her mother asks. <clears throat> Blue Paw's heart quickens. This would be her first battle. I just, I just started school. I don't know if I'm ready for an exam. It's been a week. Adderfang says all must fight when they face this much danger. Adderfang, what is your issue? Pine Star asks Robin Wing if Leopard Paw is ready for battle. Robin Wing nods reluctantly. She'll be part of the battle party. Oh my god, kids are gonna die! Pine Star says that Fuzzy Pelt and Patchpaw will stay behind with Windflight and Tawny Spots to defend the clan. Patchpaw begins to object, but Fuzzy Pelt cuts him off, saying they'll defend the camp with their lives if they have to. Sorry, his name's Fuzzy Pelt. Don't take me seriously, but I, I get know. it, man. <laughs> Moonflower demands to know. What about Snowpaw and Bluepaw? Yeah. There's a tremor in her voice. Pinestar blinks and assures her that he'd never send an apprentice into battle with so little training. Whew, yeah. I want to fight, Snowpaw says, coming out of the crowd. All right, well, I redact my statement. I was worried she was going to blame herself for, like, bringing this kind of upon us, but uh, she does not seem to think that at all. No, Snowpaw, Pinestar says. You won't fight. But you will have a taste of battle. Yeah, you'll die if you fight, but also, huh? Snowpaw's eyes lit up while Moonflower stiffens beside Bluepaw. <laughs> Moonflower's like, I thought... <clears throat> Pinestar says that she and Bluepaw will go with the raiding party, but not fight. They'll wait where it's safe and be ready to carry messages or help with the wounded. Okay, that's like... Alright. Is that all? Snowpaw's tail drooped. Bluepaw comes to her side and says that's plenty. She promises Pinestar that they'll do their best. And murmurs of approval ripple through the clan. Imagine, Snowpaw says, such a big message from such a small scrap of fur. Goosefeather must be so clever to see it. Yeah, uh... Goosefeather had picked up the bowl and carried it through the tunnel to the medicine den. And Bluepaw hopes that he's right. 
for all of their sake. I do too. It feels like he's grasping at straws here. But okay. Evening fell across the camp. Patrols went out as usual. Bluepaw had sore paws from helping Robinwing and Stonepelt reinforce the nursery walls. You know- I wonder why Rain hadn't come. I wonder why we left that giant hole in the back. It must be for plot purposes. <laughs> Featherwhisker had said it would, and she couldn't help but trust him. He'd been busy all afternoon, going in and out of camp, returning with new herbs each trip. I don't like all the, the time we're spending with Feather Whisker. It feels like we're setting him up to die. <laughs> Blue Paw hurries to meet him and asks where the rain is. He says it'll come when it's ready. He's ready to pick up his herbs and keep going, but Blue Paw asks what they're for. She's reluctant to let him go, reassured by his calm presence. Oh. Wait, I forgot he's a medicine cat in training. He won't, he won't die. He might die. No one's he safe. Tells her these... Jesus Christ. <laughs> he tells her these will give their warriors strength before battle. Blue Paw asks if he has anything for bravery. Feather Whisker brushes a tail along her spine and tells her bravery will come from her heart. She was born a warrior, and StarClan will be with you. Blue Paw thinks that he's right, and she would be brave. Yeah. Feather Whisker asks if she's eaten. Blue Paw says she's not hungry, but he tells her to go eat anyways. The clan needs her strong. Yeah. Blue Paw grabs a sparrow and carries it to where her denmates were. Leopard Paw and Patch Paw were, like, absorbed in their eating, uh, but Snow Paw is just <laughs> staring at her mouth blankly. Uh oh. She's not hungry. Okay? Uh oh. And Blue Paw says she isn't either, but Feather Whisker says they need to eat so they are strong. Leopard Paw says she doesn't know what they're worried about. They won't even be fighting. Okay, thanks, Leopard Paw. Oh, I suppose, you know what, it's okay, you can be a little stressed. Blue Paw asks, isn't she scared? Leopard Paw says she knows every battle move there is. No Wing Clan cat will beat her. I just remember that we, I don't know any leopard cats from, uh, Firestar's Firehearts time, so, um... Methinks that things may not work out very well for Leopard Paw. Patchpaw doesn't sound as sure. He's been practicing his attack moves all day. He just hopes he remembers the defensive ones. Leopard Paw assures him that he will, but tells him they won't let Wing Clan make it this far. The most trouble he'll have is keeping Thistlekit quiet. That may take a battle move or two. <laughs> Oh, I don't like I don't like these moments where they like humanize them and you're like, oh no. I know what you're doing and I'm falling into it hook, line, and sinker. Blue Paw is suddenly aware that she knows absolutely no battle moves at all. Maybe she should learn one just in case. <laughs> this really is like middle school. She's like, oh, I'm going to the middle school dance and I don't know any defense tactics. Words. Don't know any karate. <laughs> If you go to a middle school dance, sometimes you need to know karate. She watches Stormtail show Dappletail how to roll and jump to attack. Blue Paw thinks that she could ask him, but he looked too busy with a real warrior. Blue Paw nudges her sparrow, trying to work herself up to take a bite. Not hungry? Pine Star's question makes her jump. <laughs> 
oh, it's, it's the dad. It's the dad of all the dads. He tells her a good meal tonight means a good battle tomorrow. And he tells her he remembers his first battle. Was it? Sweetbriar had insisted he eat, but he hid it when... <laughs> he hit it when her back was turned and told her it was delicious. Oh. Oh. Really? Bluepaw can't decide what startled her more. That the ThunderClan leader had ever been afraid, or that he had lied to his mother. I can't do this. I swear to God, if something happens to Pinestar after this beautiful but why is every dad more dad than her own dad? Also, just- Because their own dad. Not great. Yeah. Uh, sorry, I was gonna ask, I think I asked this last time too, but does Pinestar have a mate? Not yet. Ugh. I love him. I'm so worried. I- I'm so grateful that she had such a good leader as a child. Really, he purrs. All cats fear their first battle. Bluepaw asks if that means she doesn't have to eat. Pinestar says not if she doesn't want to. Only a mouse brain would rush into battle without fear. And did Bluepaw see him glance at Adderfang as he said that? <laughs> wow, the the shade, the literal shade he's throwing. Um He tells them that they are ThunderClan warriors and to trust their instincts. And they'll be fighting clan cats, so they won't go out of their way to harm them. He says he's relying on them to stay alert and do exactly as they're told as soon as they are told. Lives could depend on how quick they act. I don't know this this Wind Clan, uh, Wind Clan as as well as I know our our Wind Clan, modern time Wind Clan. Mm-hmm. But I would say, yeah, I don't think we have to worry about them being like I see youngins and like just rushing <laughs> youngins to, up the ridge. Yeah, running to like go beat them up. Um. I Shadow Clan, however, I don't want to. I don't want to say it because I don't know this Shadow Clan. Apparently, they're not as big as an issue. But I, I would, I would maybe think, don't bring your kids to work on the day you go to battle with Shadow Clan. Fair. Blue Paw's heart begins to pound again, and Pine Star tells them that he knows they'll do their best. The leader goes to Speckletail outside the nursery. Poppydon's kits are playing, unmoved by the looming battle. No. Thistle Kit is showing how he'd fight a Wing Clan warrior by shredding up a shrew. <laughs> Poppydon scolds him not to play with his food. It's disrespectful. That shrew died so that they could live. Do we? Okay, I'm also a little sad because I don't know any cats with the with the suffix uh, with the prefix. Thistle, and I want to know what happened to this little this little rascal. Oh my god, that's such a bad face that you're making. I hate it. Thistlekit says she doesn't want him to become a warrior. She wants him to stay a kit forever. Yeah, that's every mom. Pinestar cuffs him playfully and says he doubts she'd be <laughs> a kit forever. <laughs> Can you imagine the president or, or like the president coming up to him and be like, hey, Stop messing about. Like, I... I'd... Obama, why'd you hit me? Yeah. 
I suppose it's like more accurate to like uh, like the senator of your town. But I I did meet this. Maybe. I did beat the senator and back way back in the day, my dad um was doing some lobbying. Uh, and uh, I met our senator, and she was just like, "Hey, we got this. We got this bakery bread. You guys gotta try it." And that's all I remember she talked about. And my dad was like, <laughs> "She only talked about the bread that they had." And I was like, "That sounds like a woman. I and I still vote for a her woman after my heart." Yeah. <laughs> Look, Thistlekit asks him if he can come to the battle. Pinestar says he needs him here to defend the nursery. Thistlekit puffs up his chest oh, and says, God. No Wind Clan cat will make it past him. Pinestar says he believes him. Oh my God! I want fan art of that specific moment of like this old grizzly Pinestar. I, mean, I don't know how grizzly he is, but like this old battle worn <laughs> warrior, the leader of the clan, being like, Hey, you got an important job to do. You gotta protect those babies. And this literal baby being like, Oh my God, you're right! <laughs> Just remember, all cats are cute when they're kittens. Yeah. Well, it's like, and it's also like the toddler logic. A lot of parents do that where it's like, if a kid's like, I, like, I want to come to the store with you guys. Why can't I come to the store? And it's like, uh, because you have some, a much cooler job. You got to stay here with grandma and make sure the baking in the oven is good. Blue Paw watches him reassure his clanmates and notices the trace of doubt she'd seen in him earlier was gone. She wonders how many lives he had left. Is that why he was so confident? Wait, when she wonders, did we learn about why... that? It's common knowledge. I suppose. She wonders why only leaders got nine lives. Wouldn't it make sense for all cats to have them? <laughs> well, in some universes, they do. Moonflower comes up to them and says they should sleep early tonight. She nuzzles each of them gently, but Blue Paw smells the fear on her pelt. Moonflower asks if their nests are comfortable. Snowpaw says she wouldn't mind a little more moss. The bracken keeps poking through. Moonflower says she'll get some from hers and hurries to the warrior's den. I'm like gonna actually tear up. I know this might be too early for me to cry outright, but like seeing her like it's not really adequate, but it's kind of like a mom seeing her kids go out to college. She's still trying to, like, mom them as much as she mm -hmm. can, even though, she, like, she knows that they're, like, adults and they need to do the thing that they need to do. But she's like, oh, are, are you guys comfy? You can have some of my bedding. I don't care. And they're like, wow, thanks. It's like, you guys don't realize. Oh, my God. I bless mothers everywhere. Leopardpaw asks Bluepaw if she's going to eat her sparrow. <laughs> Blue Paw shakes her head and tosses it to her. Leopard Paw. And Snow Paw says she may as well have hers too and flung her shrew to Leopard Paw. Leopard Paw, I love you so much and I'm so sad you're going to die tomorrow. If you insist, Leopard Paw says, she just <laughs> hopes their rumbling bellies won't wake her up in the night. Blue Paw goes into the den to fluff up her nest. Snow Paw follows, asking if she's tired. Blue Paw shakes her head. But she says she doesn't like waiting for tomorrow. And she wishes for a moment that she was back in the nursery with Moonflower. She never felt less ready to be a warrior. Oh, baby! But she pushes the thought away and straightens her shoulders. Moonflower comes into the den with moss. Oh. 
She drops half in Snowpaw's nest and the other in Bluepaw. Bluepaw watches her smooth it out, feeling hollow. She asks her mother how many battles she's fought in. Moonflower says too many to count, but they were all just border fights. This will be her first time attacking on another clan's territory. Bluepaw asks if she's nervous. This is the first time my life has involved a plot line. Snowpaw says, of course she's not. She's a ThunderClan warrior. Baby. Moonflower licks Snowpaw affectionately between the ears. She says all warriors are nervous before battle. If not for themselves, then for their denmates and their clan. It makes your senses sharper and claws fiercer. It gives you a hunger for victory. Dang, Mom. Ma- Ma- Moms kill people. Blue Paw is relieved to know she's not just a scaredy mouse. Suddenly, she's tired and settles into her nest. She thanks Moonflower for the moss. Moonflower says it should keep them warm. And after the battle, they'll go collect some more and make sure their nests are are as soft as feathers. Oh, God. Blue Paw closes her eyes, and she imagines padding through the woods with Moonflower and Snowpaw, the battle far behind them. Nothing to worry about but finding the softest moss. Oh, God! Oh, no! I don't like that sentence. Was that a direct quote? Um, pretty much. I'm gonna throw up. I hate this. Uh, is her mom or her sister gonna die tomorrow? Because I'm not ready for that. Moonflower says she'll lie down between them while they go to sleep. And she settles between them, purring. Blue Paul rolls towards the warmth of her mother taking in the familiar scent. God, 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 Moonflower deserved better. 2020, hashtag. Happily, she drifts to sleep. Half waking, she feels Moonflower stir. Leopardpaw and Patchpaw are asleep in their nests. It must be late. Moonflower gets to her paws. Sleep well, little one, she whispers gently. I will always be with you. The ferns rustled and Moonflower was gone. Wait, is she about to, like, Zuko's mom this? Is she gone, gone <laughs> forever? What is going- I don't like this. I'm so upset already. She's just worried- She's just really worried about her babies being so close to a big battle. I know, but the way they set that up, it feels like we're never gonna see her again. We'll see her tomorrow. Okay, sure. Hashtag Moonflower deserved better. <laughs> if Moonflower dies- Tomorrow in this story, I will be crying. That moment of tenderness was too much. I uh, it's so sweet. Here's my predictions. Pretty sure Leopard Paw's gonna die. Um, R.I.P. Uh, I feel really bad for Robin Wing. Um, that's her mentor. What about Swift Breeze, her mother? Wait, Swift Breeze has had. Who's the one who just had kids? Speckletail. Okay, sorry, I was getting their names confused. Uh, yeah, feel bad for Karen deserves better. Um, uh, she birthed a whole baby and doesn't deserve that. Is Swift Breeze the Karen? Yes. Okay. The the and by Karen I mean nothing but respect. When Karens use their Karening for good, it's everything to me. Um. Uh. I predict that Pine Star. I don't. What is this? Is such a weird. 
prediction. I feel very uneasy going into this battle. It almost feels like we're going into a trap, but it doesn't make sense that Goose Feather would do that. So I'm kind of wondering what. And it, and it also feels like Goose Feather, I don't really know him as much as character, but it feels like he's in the type that would be like, if the other ones were like ready for battle, if they were like, hey man, you should make a prediction so we can fight Wing Clan. He doesn't seem like, it, it feels like he wouldn't do that. So maybe this is a genuine, like, prophecy, but it's not really a prophecy. Maybe a sign? I don't know. It feels really off. Something feels off here. It's when you yeah. it's when you drink some tap water and like it is water, but there's something there that you're like, mm, that's not just fluoride. They they <laughs> added something, and it's not like it's not like rust. It's like they've added something to this water, and I am not so sure about it. I just something something doesn't some it doesn't it's not passing the sniff test. Something stinks. Yeah, yeah something something stinks here. Mm -hmm. Maybe I'm wrong. I hope I'm wrong. Because this is really stuck that uh, that Leopardpaw is going to die for nothing. Um, if that Leopardpaw lives through this and dies from like a snake bite or something. <laughs> um, wow. Anyway, uh, what else do I think is going to happen? I think Wing Clan's going to be like all like snoozing and sleep, and then all of a sudden Thunder Clan comes and all punches him in the face, and we're like, what? What are you doing? Why are you doing this? And then uh, all the way back, Goosefeather is like, oh my god, I read it wrong. It meant if you guys go to battle, that will destroy the clan. Oh no. And then he has to get the messengers? Right. <clears throat> and, but like, they'll already be, they're already be running back to tell someone that, I don't know, Pinestar is dead. I don't think Pinestar will die. I hope Pine Star doesn't die. Get Pine Star a wife or a husband, or just a partner. I don't know if we have any. Man, it'd be so cool to have a non-binary warrior clan. Anyway, get, get <laughs> Pine Star some in whatever form Pine Star wants. Um, it'd be great if Pine Star has kids, but not the end if if Pine Star doesn't. That, those are all my thoughts. So those good. are all my predictions. For, uh, my predictions are uh, Leopard, very good. Leopard I Star really dies. Enjoying this. Leopard Star dies. Maybe. Leopard Claw. Right, right. <laughs> Leopard, Leopard Star probably will die. Um, Leopard Paw will die. Um, maybe something's going to happen to Food Flower. If that does happen, I'm flying to California and punching you in the face. Um, I'll hug you first, but then I'll punch you. So watch out. Um, okay. Some, we'll find out something about this prediction is so weird. And, uh, Pie Star, like, makes out with someone. Those are my predictions. Okay, well, uh, I'm Ember Heart. <laughs> and I'm Tangle Tongue. And this has been Warrior Cats. What is that? Mm -hmm.